How do we unify with those we don't agree with? Well, we're going to chat about that very thing and dig into some thoughts on understanding. We're super glad you're here for our 50th episode. Can you even believe it? And we'd love for you to join the conversation in our comments and our reviews. And don't forget to subscribe. Hello there, I'm Christine James. And I'm Jocelyn DeWitt. And here's the thing, the God who created all the earth did not call you, set you apart, anoint you, and create you to live an ordinary life. He called you to live an extraordinary one. Now, Jocelyn and I, we don't have PhDs. We're, we don't have mega ministries. We're just two anointed ladies uh, oversharing about living devoted in the dailies. Welcome to the conversation. This is Devoted in the Daily. Hello, welcome today to our episode on the letter U. We're, That's right. You. We're talking to you about you. <laughs> I had to say that. Yeah, this season we're going alphabetically. We're talking about being devoted in the daily from A to Z. And we're on you. You. Yep. Here we go. Okay. This is going to be a fun one. I think. Sure. Yeah, we're going to yeah. go with it. All right. I mean, they're always fun ones, Jocelyn. Well, they are. But I, I just keep Because we're fun. I'm internally still laughing about, we're talking about you when we're talking to you about. <laughs> I just internally am really laughing we're about that. literally talking about you. Uh, There's no other way of saying a, it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Our first segment is always our favorites. So, um, what things do we like that start with the letter U? I like unique things that are unique and different. That's me too. Did you write that one down? No, I didn't. But okay, yeah. What's one of yours? Um. Uh oh, what's that face? Uncluttered spaces. <laughs> Uncluttered to be. Uncluttered is a very good thing for me. I <laughs> no, I feel that I would appreciate that. I do appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, I think I think everybody kind of appreciates unclutter, unclutter at some level in their mind in their heart. Oh yeah. You know, I enjoy an uncluttered mind. Uh huh. And spaces. Um. Yeah. I really, I really feel the environments that I'm in. So. If I'm in a cluttered space, it really kind of affects me <laughs> a lot. So, um, do you know this is kind of weird, but I kind of like going into un unknown territory on some level. Yeah, not on every level. Right. I'll make that very clear. Not on every level. There's there's unknown things, but I just kind of enjoy. I don't know. There's something adventurous about going into unknown territory either physical or spiritual mm. you know i don't know if i can I, I don't know if i can say that's a favorite of mine but i do it obviously we all have to do it we'll have to sometimes but it's a little invigorating okay <laughs> it is <laughs> it is yeah it's what makes me unique yeah yeah okay do you remember when the word uber was actually like an adjective um I not. don't really use it. Oh, I did. I liked the word Uber. Yeah? Yeah. Like Uber cool? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess back. As an adjective. It was a thing. It was a thing. I never really have thought about it, though. So I love that you're bringing that up. It's like uber cool, uber awesome. Yeah. What grade was that? When did we use it? I probably, I mean, probably I elementary, it, middle school. I, don't know, I used yeah, it all as the way a young on. adult a lot. Hmm. But then it became a uber. business and meant like calling an Uber and it's different now. Are you one of those people that doesn't like an Uber? Um, I an actual Uber? Uber? I kind of like them. They're kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know. On some levels, they've kind of looked a little different, but we're not going to go there. Um, Sorry, it's just a you word that I thought of. I like it. Sure. Um, what's an uh, what about udon noodles? That's not the one that I meant to say, but it's the one that came to mind first. Or upside down cake. Ah. Can you appreciate an upside down cake? I know you're gluten free, but I don't know. A non sugar. I've really had an upside down cake, honestly. Or if I have, I I like I don't remember it so. Sorry. I have no <laughs> words right now. How do you make a cake upside down? Like, what's the difference? Like, I, you bake a cake and you put it upside down when you get it out of the pan and then you... <laughs> you're just listening and you're not seeing her face. This is wait, funny. I, okay, so wait a minute. So, like, a pineapple upside down cake is literally made with... Where you take like a cast iron pan and you put your butter in there and then you put your brown sugar in there. And these are all things Ooh. that, you know, some things you like. And then pineapple and then you just layer it. It's all pretty. You make it all pretty down there. Okay. It's all nice and hot. And then you put your uh, cake batter on top okay. and then you bake it. And then after you bake it, you oh, flip okay. it over and all the things just start oh. dripping down. And it okay. soaks into the cake. You don't need frosting it because it's all... Well, that sounds fabulous. Oh, now you now you <laughs> see what we're talking. About. It is fabulous. Okay. Yeah, like a berry upside down cake. So it's not pineapple, but berries. Yeah. It's all baked yeah. into the bottom. Okay. Thanks for explaining. I didn't know. We could put some of your favorite whipped cream on that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, I love uplifting things and words oh that's good that's good you know that's good i really like i've had the word umbrella on me lately huh is that not a weird word to have on you like it's been sitting on me for like weeks um and i just think the umbrella of christ sometimes we forget about how Mm. sweet the umbrella of christ actually is and how wide it actually is Mm. you know yeah i've just been thinking about that that's good yeah umbrella umbrella they're pretty fun. They are. They just cover, you know? Yeah. It reminds me of how he covers us with his wings. Like you're right. That's what it reminds me of. Right. And you don't have to be covered and sheltered under his wings because you're sheltered under an umbrella. You can still go places. Mm. So that's cool. Know. But you have to stay under the umbrella. Right. You have to, your own. Well, we're going into what we're thinking. <laughs> I'm going into all these avenues. <laughs> Go on a rabbit trail about umbrellas. Why don't we uh, transition into what we're thinking? What we're thinking. Okay. All right. What are we thinking about? So what are we thinking? It's, uh, well, there's been a little division in our culture. Yeah. Lately. Just just where we're at in society and just life. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so what we're thinking about is unity. Yeah. 
just just the little unity being united mm-hmm. like the actual meaning of unity which unity let's remind ourselves does not mean agreeing mm-hmm. right sometimes we think unity literally just means oh i agree with you so i'll unite with you but we do agree about one thing christ yeah well the church does yeah that's the foundation so after that we are called to be because this was interesting as we were kind of talking about this topic being like the truth is we can't be unified with the world yep you know because there's this idea of well we i want to be unified with you know the people around us and we want to love the world and everybody who don't have the same values as as we do yeah we want to do it well and we want to experience a unity Mm -hmm. in our culture yet we just cannot unite ourselves with some of the values in the world Mm -hmm. but we can unite ourselves with very very tightly with the body of christ we are commanded to yes and i think that's something like we want to just talk about like talk about united to our brothers and sisters because that's really where we're at if we we know we can't really unite with the world we don't have the same beliefs as she was saying all of those different things and our foundation is different so you can't go stand on the foundation with the world but you can stand on the foundation with your brothers and sisters and so how do we be united on a new level on the way that the lord commands us to be united because it's pretty rocky right now yeah it's pretty messy i've seen some comment sections i mean you know yeah. it's not fun um can i i guess can i Dig in there. I'm just going to read some scripture. Yeah, let's there's a big chunk of scripture here. I mean, there's so much scripture on unity. Um, and I can put some of those addresses in the details, but um, we don't have time to go into all of them. Mm. Um, but I do want to read this chunk from uh, uh, Galatians. I believe this is Galatians 6. Is it 6? I'll put it in the notes. But this is about life by the spirit. Mm-hmm. And this is where the fruit of the spirit is, right? Um, but life in the spirit. So you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Mm-hmm. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will destroy each other. That. So I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh, they are in conflict with each other. So you're not to do whatever you want, but if you are led by the spirit, you're not under law. Mm -hmm. The acts of the flesh, here we go, are obvious sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage selfish ambition Mm -hmm. dissensions factions and envy drunkenness orgies and the like and and i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god but this fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such thing there is no law Those who belong to Christ, Jesus has crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying one another. Mm -hmm. 
Oh man. Oh man. There's just so much in there. I know it's jam packed, isn't it? And I feel like it's really clear. That's what I was just going to say. It's, and I love that he wrote it down just very plain. So you can go and look, okay, this is what the flesh looks like. This is what the spirit looks like. If this is what your flesh is going to do, if you lean on your flesh, if you lean on your flesh, there's going to be discord. If you lean on your flesh, it's of rage. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've seen believers go against each other in fits of rage. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So sad. Right. And I think that oftentimes we just focus so hard on just being in the spirit, but I, I want to encourage us today in our unity and seeking out unity and walking unity. We need to be willing to say, oh, I'm acting out in my flesh. You know, being able to see to that. See it. Yeah. yeah. To ask the Lord to reveal. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I have some discord or lack of unity with somebody. It's time to like examine ourselves and see what our motives are, where our hearts at. Yeah. And pause. Like that's your moment to like pause and say, I got to work on myself. I need to do a little self-check because I've seen, I've seen, and I'm not going to lie because I'm a person, I'm a human being. I've seen comments or different things or videos or whatever. And something in me gets like riled up riled up and we want to call it righteousness but i'm telling you it comes out sometimes is like what and the and i get mad like Mm -hmm. angry and i need to be willing to go to the lord first before i ever just sit in that and say am i frustrated because this is ungodly or am i frustrated just because i'm not choosing to be united with my brothers and sisters and not choosing prayer and peace and kindness and gentleness. Am I not, you know what I mean? There's two different avenues. And we can, like, we can, of course, create boundaries. Yes. Right. Where we don't, yeah. Where we don't agree with somebody, um, but we can still be humble in it. Right. Right. We have to walk in the spirit in that. Yeah. Do you know, but I really in this in talking about unity, and I don't think anybody is exempt from this. I think every single person until we get to heaven has to continuously work on burning off their flesh and leaning on the spirit. So, yeah, you know, Galatians is very good at laying out the foundation and making it plain, making it plain, crystal clear how you're supposed to walk with your brothers and sisters. Yeah. There I was, love oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I love this verse in 15. If you bite and devour each other, watch out for you will be destroyed by each other. Like that's, that's a lot. It's true. I I know. Have you ever been just felt like destroyed by your brother or sister in Christ because you just didn't unite together for the, for the true mission? Right. To just walk, to just come together and just be united to walk in Christ instead of trying to prove each other right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it just devours your heart or your mind or causes wounds. It's self-destruction. Like, I don't know. I just like, I got this, this picture of, I mean, you know, cutting is a thing where people like actually hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's what we're doing when we are coming against a brother or a sister we are the body of christ right right and even just that like to envision like that's what we're doing we're hurting christ 
He's the head. We are the body. Mm -hmm. So we are hurting his body when we are attacking each other. Yes. Like. Well, and I think it's not our, our wrestle isn't against flesh and blood. And I think sometimes we think that just about people in the world. Well, wrestle isn't against just flesh and, flesh and blood, but it's against each other in the body too. When you are having discord sometimes with people in the body and not just uniting in the name of Christ, sometimes you're you're dealing with principalities, not flesh and blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I think we oftentimes just forget that because we think, well, they're a follower. We should be agreeing. Well, think about how there should be no how much advancement the enemy gets when the body of Christ is attacking one another. Oh, I know. You know, and it's just so, of course, they're going to go after discord and that's where they're going to really want to try and. Yeah. Create a war from inside. Yeah. With each other. Yeah. Yeah. And we all are fighting against the same enemy. Did I make, did I just make sense? Sir? Yes. We are fighting. I just felt <laughs> like I just said, we have, enemy we is have, what I thought yeah. I said. So Memorial Day wasn't too long ago. And as it came about, I was doing some research and learning about it. And to, to understand what happened and how it started was really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. And it was actually after the Civil War happened. It was a, about a year after it. And it was, um, there were women that went, they, they were living in the South. They were Confederate women and they went to tend to the graves of their, those that they had lost. And in the civil war, it was one of the bloodiest, most ugliest wars. It was really, I mean, we were fighting against each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was at people's front doors in their homes. And, uh, these down south, they went to go tend to the graves of their loved ones. And then they they noticed that, you know, the the union, those that those soldiers that died that were fighting for the union, they didn't have anybody to tend to their graves. Mm -hmm. And so this group of women decided to make it a thing and they put it in the papers and they called others to come around and to care for all of the graves. For all that had died. And it was this beautiful act of, well, there was forgiveness in there, mm -hmm. right? There mm -hmm. was this uniting that came yeah. as those in the North tended to, to soldiers that had died from like of the South and, and the South of the North. And it was just this beautiful uniting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of our country after such a brutal, um, brutal experience, gruesome um, and I just think it was, it's just such a, a beautiful picture of unity, right? That was birthed out of a place of huge lack of unity. Yeah. You know, like such a big conflict, yes. horrible endeavor, mm -hmm. uh, which ultimately brought us to a better place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. ultimately the conflict was was horrendous, but it had to happen in order for us to get to where we are now. Yes. Where there is a, where we don't have slavery, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's the war was about a lot of things, but that was the biggest thing that we can really pinpoint. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I love that you brought that up because we just talked, we just talked about how to unite in your day-to-day -day in our relationships with our body of Christ pointing out that sometimes, sometimes the Lord lets there 
be just such a wrestle and such a fight and such a mess and a conflict so that we can come into full unity. Yeah. You know, a deeper unity. Yeah. And it's just kind of always mind blowing to me. how I, does Yeah. That. Like, I feel like if we can't really unite without walking through some conflict, like yeah. if you even like in my marriage, in, in, even in relationships in the church, you know, when yeah. we, when we endure and we push through as we have the conflict and instead of writing each other off, mm -hmm. but really work through it. I even think that with, you know, our kids, now that they're getting older and getting teenage and tween age now, we deal with way more conflict than I think we, at a different level, right? A yeah. different level than we used to have to. And in that conflict, it's allowing a wrestle, which is allowing a different level of unity that I, mm. I didn't expect, huh. but it's like a sweet, you know what I mean? It's a, if it, it's a humbling of like, okay, you're getting older. I'm, we're changing. You need more, you know, and yeah. we have to just kind of unite with the foundation now, instead of just being the mom, mm -hmm. which I think is sweet, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and more long bearing. Yeah. Um, Romans 14, 19 says, let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Hmm. And that, that means there might be, um, some pain and some conflict in that relationship, right? Yeah. Which makes me think about our devoted discussion. Okay. Okay. Because we're going to go into understanding and literally you wouldn't have known or had understanding unless it happens, right? Sometimes we have to go through something to then gain greater understanding. Yep. And so let's jump over into the good old devoted discussion. Okay. Here we go. We've All right. Got, as we were chatting about it, we kind of like, oh my gosh, as we're like kind of pinpointing different pieces of understanding. Yes. Like, yeah, we pinpointed four, four facets of understanding. I love this. Are you ready? You want me to read the first one? Yeah, I do it. All right. Scripture. Number one. Number one. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Psalms 119, 130. Gives light, gives understanding. That's yep. it. That's just it right there. Scripture. If we want to understand things. You have to dig into the word. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the truth is. Right. So number one, dig in. Dig in. Well, I don't know, like all four of these, I don't know if there's like a priority, honestly. <laughs> They're yeah. all like They're right consist in line. I think that they they should be a consistent part of our walk to yeah. stay in a place of understanding. And then, you know, you're not, there are some things quite a bit that you're not going to understand. We're not going to go into that, but like yeah. the Lord does say, well, that's our number four. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> Just skip past okay, number all two. that. Number two. It's prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you don't know. Amen. <gasps> we just call to him. Isn't that amazing that he'll tell us things? Just say, I don't understand. You need to tell me. Ah, uh, and like we talked about last week, revelation comes when we seek it, right? Amen. Yep. Here we go. I love that that's flowing into this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ephesians. Keep, oh, yeah. I keep asking that the, that the God of our Lord Jesus, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Mm -hmm. You may know him better, which is to know is to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I mean, I want to understand God more and more and more and no one. Yeah. Like that's what relationship is about, right? hundred percent. You have to get to know and then you can understand them. Yep. It's plain and simple. I think we just make it way more complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's a big one. Humility. Yep. (laughs) This is a huge deal. Huge deal. It's really big. It is because you're trying to have understanding with the God of the universe. Well, and even when it comes to understanding other people. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or concepts or, you know, learning new skills. Mm -hmm. There has to be this element of, of right. Curiosity. Instead of if we can, if we're gaining understand, or if we wanting, we're seeking understanding, we cannot come to the table with a critical mindset. Nope. It gets you nowhere. It has to be a curious mind. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 14, 29 says, whoever is patient and has great understanding. Um, oh, whoever is patient has great understanding. Yes. Patience. But one who is quick tempered displays folly. Mm-hmm. That's always been one of my favorite verses. Really? Yeah. I think it's just, it's always on the top of my mind. Like patience is going to bring understanding mm-hmm. patience, which oh, in order to be patient, you have to be humble. Um, yeah. right. You have to lay down your criticalness, <laughs> your own expectations, and you have to just be patient. Yeah. It's like your eyes and curious, like, yes. okay, here we go. Yeah. What about that one? Um, a repentant attitude. <sighs> this is really, really important because um, Proverbs 21, two says a person may think that their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. And oftentimes we don't really want to go there. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be honest. We don't really want to go there. And so we just need to let the Lord come and weigh our heart and expose our heart and let it kind of bubble up. Right. And just have a, be quick to repent. Yeah. Have a repentant heart, a repentant mind, a repentant lifestyle. Um, so that the Lord can do the perfect work. In yeah, you, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are times where I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. If anything I've done is wrong. Yeah. You know, where it's like something is not right. So yeah. I in understand trying to understand what might not be right within my soul. Um, why am I not feeling a peace or why I, I like want to gain some understanding of what's going on? Right, 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 right. I right. want to say, Lord, is there something I need to repent of? Will you show me? And he's so faithful, right? Every single time. And that's living with a repentant yeah. attitude. Living yeah. a repentant life is how we get sanctified quicker, how we gain deeper understanding, how we walk in better fruit of the Holy Spirit, because yeah. we're making that exchange and saying, I exchange my flesh for your spirit. And it's just, yeah. yeah, repentant attitude is top notch. Top notch. Top notch. What we're called to do. Okay, here's a big one. Letting go of expectations. Basically, there it is in black oh, and white. Man. That's this is one of the biggest ones I tell people all the time. Yeah. Well, what was your expectation? Yeah. Like, and God, and I only say that because that's what God has said to me so many times. Well, Jocelyn, what did you expect? Uh-huh. I'm like. Uh, X, Y, Z and A and B and C. And he's like, and those all are not it. Not it. (laughs) Yeah. As the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than yours. Yeah. It's Isaiah 55, nine, but hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. (laughs) 
so much better than me. One of the things the Lord told me about expectations is, Jocelyn, you forget about all the contributing factors. Yeah. Right. All the contributing factors are who you're going to run into. Who's a part of this? Who's a part of that? Who's going to open this door? Who I want to have impact. You know, it's a trickle effect. And sometimes in our own lack of understanding and our lack of, you know, our thoughts, because we are not God, we can't see the full blown picture. And so there's a humility in just laying down that you can't see the whole picture. And so you don't need to understand some things but just be a joyous expectation of God to move. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it's natural for us to have some kind of expectation. I don't think that it's wrong for us to, it's just holding it with open arm or open hands, you know, like, yeah. If you want to show me something else, if you want to give me something else, but this is kind of the vision I have. And yeah, I'm being willing to have the giver who gives and the the one who takes, Yeah, just be able to move freely. Yeah. That's a, that's not a fun topic to talk about <laughs> expectations. We should have done that for E. <laughs> um, our last one for our fourth faucet of understanding is faith. Faith. Which I always think is kind of most important. Yeah. Where it all foundationally falls under. Yeah, probably. Without faith, you're not going to go to the scriptures or to prayer or. Or in humility. It. Yeah. I know none of it. Jesus replied, you don't understand now why I am doing it, but someday you will. John 13, 7. Do you know, I rest in that verse so often. Mm. It's such a rest giving verse. Yeah. You don't understand now. But one day you will. Yeah. Yeah. We're just. And one day might not even be here. It may be in eternity. And resting in that, like, there are a lot of things where I have had a lack of unity with the body of Christ, some few things. And I've just come to this place of rest in the fact yeah. that like, that is one thing I won't understand or yeah. know until I go home. Yeah. And I look forward to that day and I find peace in that. Mm. This is such a peace giving, rest giving scripture. Yeah. One day we'll understand. And we don't have to now. We yeah. don't have to understand now. We can just trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just have faith. Mm. Love it. Okay. Okay. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us today. Would you like this podcast or video so it can reach more people? We would really love it if you shared it and hit subscribe. And um, if you're on YouTube, will you leave a comment or on a podcast platform, a review? It would just be so great to hear from you. Now you can catch Jocelyn almost daily on the socials for buckets of great encouragement in little doses. Find her at Buckets of Berries on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, Train in Truth is an online platform that has a ton of free resources for your body, soul, and spirit. You can hop on anytime the web app and create an account to start exploring. You can also book Christine to speak or craft a spoken word piece for your next event. Find the link in the show details. It's with so much gratitude. We pray that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will, bearing fruit and being strengthened with endurance and joy. Godspeed, friend.